This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon Worth joining you here live in the second half of the local sports hour right here on News Radio WBRN. Appreciate you all sticking around as well. Be sure that you hit the preset on WBRN if you haven't already as well. Be sure to check out online WBRN.com or BigRapidsDailyNews.com, whatever suits your fancy. Uh, with all the coverage we got coming up here in the fall and especially with broadcasts and all of those those sort of things. We want you to be in the know on what's going on in the fall sports circuit. Got a great coverage team, and we're going to be announcing our broadcast team uh, coming up here very, very soon. So you can stay tuned for that. And it's going to be certainly cool. We got a great lineup this year, of course. Can't fully release the details to you, but what I can tell you is it'll be out very soon, so be sure that you subscribe to the Big Rapids Daily News and that you have this preset so you don't miss out on anything moving forward here when it comes to this program. Before we get into the thick of this new little show style, I want to appreciate all the sponsors that make this broadcast possible because the truth is without them, we we really wouldn't have as great of a program, if a program at all. So we love to give our support, and if you want your local business to be a part of this program, we're Happy to have you. Let us know. Contact the Big Rapids Radio Network, and we'll get you started on how you can become a partner of the West Michigan Sports Show. Some of the other local sports supporters include Johnson's Automotive Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quaddy Car and Truck Repair, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Alter Care Big Rapids, Motor the Macasta Osceola Transit Authority, and the Macasta Osceola Career Center. Thank you all for your support of high school athletics. So I can't wait to be able to add some more as well as continue giving back to this high school sports network. And that's certainly a reason why I wanted to start this program in the first place. We have some great local high school sports, like almost all the sports that we have are super competitive, great stories along with them, great players, great coaches, and they need to be highlighted. And that was the biggest thing when it came to this program's origination back only a summer ago, 365 days ago, even maybe a little bit more than that, maybe more like 450 when you look back in hindsight. Uh, but where am I going with this? You might ask, might be a little bit of a, a little bit of a train ride down the tracks, but trust me, here's where I'm getting at. This podcast can't continue. High school sports can't continue. We can't have all of this great, great coverage if we don't have sports. And we can't have sports without officials. That's the bottom line. And we talked two weeks ago uh, about a lot of the rule changes and some of those things coming into hindsight. And I wanted to be sure to cover this topic. And I wanted to necessarily put it in there, but there was a lot of informative things that I felt really needed to be addressed in that part of the episode. And I wanted to make sure that I get to this part of the show because this needs to be addressed and it needs to be addressed ASAP. And we need some serious help in the local sports circuit. And we'll kind of get into that here in a little bit of a talk show type of format uh, as we get into that topic. But wanted to do it last week. Of course, we had a good friend, uh, Coach uh, Scott Shankle on the show from Reed City Football. Can't thank him enough for him taking his time uh, talking about the Kyle football program and what they're going to be doing this year as well as breaking down a lot of that. If you miss out on any of those episodes, don't worry. Don't sweat it. Things happen. Go to WBRN.com. Go to the podcast tab and you can catch up on all the episodes back 
to the very inaugural one about 450 days ago or whenever it was. I should probably keep track of how many days it's been, uh, but I'm not too attached to that kind of stuff. But I certainly love uh, seeing a lot of people interacting and saying, man, I went back and listened to the first episode. The show's improved. And yes, it has. It's been improved immensely. We've doubled the duration of the show for all the coverage and content that we've been able to have. And it's become very, very cool to be able to bring that show as well as the MBSP, the Fair State Sports Program that you heard here at three o'clock if you joined us if you missed it shucks it's all right but you can tune in next week so you don't miss out on everything going on in bulldog country anyway we're gonna get right into the thick of it here the mhsa michigan high school sports athletic association needs some help they have done a great job of being able to really make these sports happen for the longest time they're a good organization um, that is has a really good idea of how to bring a lot of these sports a lot of these teams how to regulate and make sure we have contests for kids uh, to compete in and I think that's a super important thing and it's something we can't lose it, we cannot afford losing sports some of these schools cannot afford to lose athletic programs and many of you are probably thinking well that's money they're saving that they can put back in the school system maybe that's true in one point. But school without sports is not the same. School without clubs is not the same. School without academics is not the same. All those things are interwoven together to make school or what we call school as a whole in quotation marks. And the fact of the matter is there is a prominent big time problem in our state right now with sports. They're in jeopardy. They're in trouble. And it is a big time issue not having officials for a lot of these games. I've looked at a lot of the numbers that we've seen. I mean, it's astronomical. Three to 5% of employees have been leaving uh, the high school sports association, the MHSAA annually. And the referee shortage has been even worse. It is one of the worst times for officiating numbers that we have ever seen. And that even goes before COVID. And many people are still on the notion of COVID really kind of killed it. Some of that is true, but there is some more to it. And we're going to get to that here later on in the episode as well. But the fact of the matter is we are losing so many officials and that is causing games to be canceled. It's causing games and contests to be held in a a modified or alternative method that is not to the full extent of how the game, the competition, the meet, whatever it may be, to the extent of what it should be. It's not the same experience. And these kids know that. Uh, We've talked to kids, especially a lot of these high school kids now that are going older, they're starting to grow through sports from COVID and pushing that forward. COVID was tough on everybody. I'm not saying it wasn't. The fact is, since COVID, we have really had a struggle with the numbers of officials. And what's really kind of making this very prominent is the numbers are still going down. And that's from past COVID. We've gone through years here that we've went through COVID. And now we're on the upswing of going back to what was conceivably known as normal life. And now it's just getting worse and worse, it seems like, when it comes to officials. There's not much, there's a wrong correlation here. It should be going up and it's still going down. And that's just the thing that is really, really just struggling a lot of these schools. And there's a lot of things that people are thinking about. Uh, when it comes to that necessarily. And I think the biggest thing is that there's a lot of people out there that would be officials. They would referee. They would stay involved in local high school sports 
if the environment was better. And I think that is something that is prominently concerned as an issue, especially going in to really a media-centered culture that highlights a lot of the things that are in, in the times breaking, all of these sort of things, where it just really feels like there is just a lot, a lot to take in to some of these games than what perceives the eye, especially when the fact of the matter is we have a lot of, lot of struggles when it comes to being able to have some of these games where we have necessarily one or two officials that are working necessarily potentially a game or a contest that requires at least four. And not only do you have to control the game and try to double duty on what's going on in the field, but then having to deal with it, all the stuff off the field and having to deal with the crowd control, disciplinary actions against coaches and players. That's just not the things that an official wants to have to deal with all at the same time. That's why they have the crews they do so they can do a better job. They can disperse the workload. And, and that's a huge thing when it comes down to it. But there, there's no question that the numbers are still going down. And it's really has not changed when you look at it in hindsight. And I took a look at some numbers for you. And I think this is just really mind boggling when you see a lot of these numbers. According to the number of registered officials, over the last decade, in 2012, back just 10 years ago, 11 years ago, there were 10,696 registered officials, uh, according to statistics by the MHSAA. And since then, the numbers back in just 2022 are showing that it is astronomically low. I mean, it is really, really, really low. There was 12 hundred officials, almost 1,300 officials over the last 10 years in basketball that have hung up their whistles, you could say, or retired or just left the occupation altogether. That shortened the pool of available officials by 28%. 28% of officials have left the state are not necessarily leaving the state, but leaving the MHSAA and no longer officiating compared to 10 years ago. One in every four officials is now gone. And here's the thing. Yeah, we understand retirement, all those things happen. There's nobody replacing them. There is nobody there that's ready to line up and say, hey, now you're up to the big time. Baseball is even worse. Back in 2012, 2,400 umpires, 2,401 umpire, according to the MHSAA. Only 10 years later, even in 2020, 1,493, almost a thousand umpires in 10 years, a hundred officials a year. That's an astronomical number, the largest of any MHSA sport in that time frame. And you can go through all these sports. Softball lost 38% of officials in the last decade. Football, 20.3%. Soccer, 28.8%. The numbers can go on and on. And it is really just a shame. The total number of officials in the last decade that have called it quits is near 5,000. We've lost 5,000 officials. 5,000. Let that sink in. 5,000 officials. 28.12% of the MHSA's pool of officials is gone with no replacement. You think high school sports are in trouble? Those numbers 
are there to prove it. We're going to talk about more after this right here on the West Michigan Sports Show. Welcome back here to the program. We're talking officials today and uh, certainly taking a different mood on things. And you might be thinking, man, I'm not as bright eyed and cheery as normal. And I think that can just kind of go to show you in a non-audible medium how serious of an issue we really have here when it comes to officials. And I'm not necessarily going out here to say that we're going to lose high school sports. I believe that we, as a sports culture, I believe as a state, we can get through this. But the only way that high school sports will improve, and especially in the times where sports in itself as an industry is booming, numbers are flying everywhere, money is being at an all-time high, and experiences are getting better and better. Every team and every high school is starting to get new facilities, and as much as they can get, and I think it's important that we're able to keep that going on, and there's got to be ways to improve and get more officials. And anybody can be an official, I can stress that so much that if you have knowledge on the sport, and even if you don't necessarily, you might not necessarily have played a sport, and it might just seem a little daunting that you want to be an umpire when you never even had a glove on your hand before. I can understand that that can be a little daunting, but there is a desperate need for officials, and there are people out there, there are resources out there that can help teach you how to become a good official. There's so many resources out there. There's multiple camps the MHSA puts on every year that can help officials uh, be better um, uh, umpires. They can be better referees. They can be better clerks at meets and all those sorts of things. And I think that's something that can definitely be stressed more that there are resources for people that can go out and official. I personally, during COVID, went out and I wanted to help the cause and I went and officiated um, for some middle school basketball. And it was certainly a fun experience. I enjoyed a lot of it. I learned an absolute lot. And I know that it's a lot to take in right off the gate. I was one that played multiple sports in high school. I knew a lot of the rules. Uh, I took pride in having the IQ of being able to know some of those rules and some of those hidden things uh, that not everybody knows at the at the surface level. And I think that's just something that can really speak volumes for myself. But going into officiating, there was a lot that I still could learn, but it was really a great experience of being able to go to that level of basketball, being able to officiate, being able to call a good game. And I learned so much about it. There's so many great things that can come from officiating. You can get to the state finals. You can be able to watch some of the best high school sport in the state, no matter what sport it may be. And you can get to that big time. There's really nice pay with it as well. You can make good money being an official. And that's going simply on weeknights and going to watch games, being able to call out rules when you see them, be able to just enjoy being in that environment. And as I've talked to a lot of officials over the years, I've met countless great ones that I'm still friends with to this day that stress enough how much great feelings you can get from officiating and still being in there with kids and being able to really teach them the sports. It's an empowering thing. But what do we need to get officials back? We need those, of course, that are willing to step out and and be there on those weeknights, being a part of it, being able to really enjoy uh, being an official, being able to be a referee, being a great clerk, whatever that may be, a line judge, so on and so forth. We need those people that are willing. But us as fans, we need to also do our, our own part in improving the game environment. There is a big time, big time correlation. And as much as we hate to admit it, it is prominent that one of the reasons we don't have our referees and officials is because of the environment that they're going into. It's a major issue. Crowd control, 
there is so much going around in the media. We see it all the time of a lot of fights that can happen at games and just so much competitive nature within it that even the fans can get into it. And that might be calling out officials at bad calls almost constantly whenever it's going against their team, their club, their program. And for some officials, especially those that are starting out, may I beg you, some of these officials are starting out in this sport and on their first game, they're getting heckled for 60 minutes. How are they supposed to learn in that environment? Would you like going into your school, sitting down at a desk and being told for your entire class period that you're doing something wrong when you're trying to learn material? As much as you will hate to admit, that is a very good example on what it is like sometimes to be an official. When you are constantly being told that you are doing your craft wrong and that you messed up, how are they supposed to learn? How are they supposed to be able to perform when that happens, right? That is a major, major issue. And that was really something that uh, I read, michigannewsource.com, an article written uh, by J.P. Isbell. She's been in the business for about 20 years now. And she was mentioning the fact of when you look at the shortages, that they're having to move games now for scheduling reasons to have enough officials to make these games possible. She brought that in light with the numbers and obviously the work that's being done with the referee committee and the soccer federation, specifically in the United States, and that you are looking at games that are being moved to Thursdays and Saturdays for football instead of Friday. And people are wondering, why in the world are we moving for a football game to a Thursday night or a Saturday night? We want to go out on the weekend and go have ourselves fun as a family and all those sort of things. It's because we don't have enough officials. There's not enough people willing to work in that environment that is being put in front of them. It's the bottom line. I'm not trying to call out anybody individually or as far as schools in general. I'm not trying to go out there and just trying to bash a lot of the fan bases around. That's not my intention whatsoever. I'm saying what we can do, if we can make a better game environment for these players, coaches, individuals, fans, the whole nine yards, if we can do that, we're going to end up getting more officials. We're going to have better opportunities and full experiences for games. And we're going to be able to continually be able to enjoy high school sports from now to hopefully the end of time. That's the bottom line. But if we continue this trend that we're on, because it's going down three to 5% per year, the MHSA says they're losing officials three to 5%. They're losing their pools. You can do the math in your head years and years down the road. We're going to be rocking basketball games with one official. And is that going to go well? I could certainly bet it's not. And that's going to be something that is going to be really drastically hurtful to all of our athletes, our coaches, our fans, the whole nine yards. It's all in correlation, everyone. It's all there. It's all intertwined together. We can all do this together. The players I know are doing their part. They're understanding the fact of going back into competitive nature, that it can be a little wild at times. And obviously, uh, a high school experience, you want the most out of your four years. You want to win as many games as possible. And that's going to be something that is going to be stressed with coaches as well, especially going into this year. The MHSA has made it very clear that we want to get more officials, but we need those to do their part too. We're going to try to find officials, but coaches, players understand now that they're going to be working with new officials. They know. They know they're not going to get every call right. We know that we're all human. We're not robots. And trust me, a lot of the professionals They're trying to figure out all these professional sports leagues. They're trying to figure out a way to make it perfect. 
and it's still not going to be efficient enough. They're still needing that human side of officials. They need an umpire behind the plate. You need those things. It's because it makes the environment of the game better as long as it's treated right. If it's mistreated, that's when it gets into a problem. And that's the bottom line when it comes to it at the end of the day. We can use more officials. You can go on today, mhsa.com. So you can go and look at the guidebook. You can look at the rules, the resources to become a better official because we need that. And as much as uh, you would hate to admit, I think everybody knows that this is a problem. And for some people I know, it's really hard to go step out and really go to try something new for the benefit uh, of a bigger cause. And sometimes that can be a hard thing to do. And I understand that. All I'm saying is, if you've ever wanted to be an official, I have, I've always wondered about what it being like, what it would be like to be an official as a former player, as a former coach. I wanted to go in and be an official and learn what that's like. And let me tell you what, you learn the game in a whole different way and you have a big appreciation for what officials do to make sure that everything is going to what the state has in line and that everybody's having a good experience. There's way more to it. And there's a big time gratitude when it comes to being a good official. And there's a lot of good ones out there. I met plenty of good officials that are willing to help and teach this next and upcoming generation of officials. And there's always places that you can practice. There's always places you can get more help. And there's always a need for more officials. I just hope and pray we can get some more and we never have to worry about losing high school sports because I want to keep this coverage going for as long as we can. I know you guys want to hear more of this coverage as much as you can. So let's do our part together. That's my PSA from this talk show. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Let me know if you like this talk show format. We're going to get back to more false previews coming up. We got cross country and volleyball on the horizon here coming up as well uh, as some, we'll get into more of this. Well, the review week by week when it comes to other sports that we've already covered, like football and soccer going to be a great upcoming year of sports. And we hope we continue it onward so we need officials but we need good game environments all right we can make this happen y'all we got to just do it one at a time i'm brandon Wirtz signing off here the west michigan sports show we want to thank our sponsors before we go obviously the united states air force our primary sponsor those also include macassasso a career center mode of macassasso a transit authority paris auto sales and service of big rapids alter care big rapids the schuberg insurance agency quality car and truck repair and johnson's automotive thank you all for making this show possible But until next Saturday the 19th, we'll see you here on the West Michigan Sports Show. Take care, everybody.